0: Robots Radio, games, lore, stories, community. Just press play. This podcast is brought to you by Anchor.fm, the absolute best and easiest way to host your podcast. And get paid for it by running ads just like these. And take it from me, I've hosted at least seven of my podcasts on Anchor.fm. I recommend it to every show on our network. And other hosts are going to charge you upwards of $100 every year just to run your podcast on their host. Anchor.fm does it for free. So go check out Anchor.fm for more information. Hey there, cyberpunks. Did you know that this podcast is now being recorded live on Saturday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern 6 p.m. Pacific on twitch.tv slash robots radio? That's right. You can join me and my now co-host Logan every Saturday night for our live show. You can ask questions. You can interact with us in chat. And that is every week. Plus, after the show, we have office hours. This is my way to give back to the community. I will be answering questions about podcast creation, YouTube videos, live streaming, anything that I can do to help you guys with your own content creation. And that's every week after the live show, plus hanging out and playing some games and stuff. So come join us Saturday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. We'll see you next week. The Cyberpunk Lorecast is now brought to you by our awesome patrons at patreon.com slash cyberpunk lorecast. Everyone who supports the show gets episodes early and an ad-free experience. Plus, it's pay what you want. It starts at three dollars a month and you can pay more if you'd like. Go check it out. Patreon.com slash cyberpunk lorecast. Robots Radio presents the Cyberpunk Lorecast. Welcome to the Cyberpunk Lorecast. We're style is just as important as substance welcome to the podcast where we explore the lore news and gameplay of the cyberpunk games and other dystopian worlds i'm your host robots hey there cyberpunks i don't know if i should call you guys cyberpunks or nomads or i don't know there's a whole bunch of names that we could use. You let me know, let me know what you think would be the best name to call you guys. So I mentioned this on one of the previous episodes that one of the things I'm going to do with this show is keep the episodes shorter so I can focus in on very specific topics, get you news information about the games, lore topics out faster and more often by having shorter, more focused episodes of this show than you would find in most other shows. You probably noticed the first real episode, the one that came out last, was only about 12 minutes long. And that allows me to not have to put together a huge long show and then expect that everyone will be able to listen to that whole episode. So it also allows you guys to pick and choose which episodes you're most interested in listening to. So this is the first episode that we're going to do where this is more focused on the game and specifically Cyberpunk 2077 than anything that has to do with the lore or recent news. So let me give you a little bit of background before we get into this clip. I found a clip from YouTube from CD Projekt Red, who is making Cyberpunk 2077 interviewing. And it's basically, it's a really well done clip. It's, it's not an interview setting, but you can clearly see that, uh, they were talking with Mike Pondsmith, who is the creator of the cyberpunk universe back in the late eighties and the owner of the IP. And I thought that this would be a great thing to put on the podcast in its entirety. So you could get right from the creator's mouth his plans for what's coming with cyberpunk 2077. And this video came out in 2013, back when they first announced that they were working together and they were going to put this game out. And what's amazing is the details and you'll, you'll hear it in this video clip, the the details that they were going over about how they wanted to focus or how specifically Mike wanted to focus in on finding the right studio who is going to take this story, take this world and take his vision and bring it to life without crazy changes, things that he isn't a part of things that wouldn't have made sense using the name as a license to just get some attention to create something else completely. And this is exciting because even back in 2013, this universe and the plans for this game coming out in just a few months were set in motion in a way that I think is going to create a really, really great representation of the tabletop game and the story so far moved into the future. So without further ado, here's Mike Pondsmith talking Cyberpunk 2077.
1: It's rain wet streets, it's nights like this with fog rolling in, cars, faceless people going by doing the things that they're doing. There's something kind of hypnotic about it. That's when I get inspired. To carry what these streets are like, what the city is like, the mysteries, the stories, the thousands and thousands of people that you pass that are going by as shadows in this wet, cold, dangerous environment. I wanted to grab that, I wanted to take it to the future, and where I took it was cyberpunk. What I loved was the fact that it was a combination of dystopian society, a lot of technology, with this really great overlay of almost film noir. In a cyberpunk world, I realized real soon, was a world where people had the technology, but it didn't fundamentally change the fact that there was a lot of treacherous, nasty behavior, large weapons, and a lot of sort of serious danger all about. The important part in cyberpunk is just that. It's not the technology, it's the feel. It's getting that dark, gritty, rain-wet street feeling, but at the same time getting that rock and roll lost and desperate and dangerous quality. Cyberpunk is about that interface between people and technology, but not in that transhumanist way where It's all about the technology changing or improving them. It's about how people use things. There's a great Gibson saying, the street finds its uses for things. And that's what cyberpunk is about. Cyberpunk isn't about saving humanity, it's about saving yourself. We've uh, approached doing this video game numerous times before. We have fought to find somebody who was enough of a fan of the world and the game to not wanna go change it around or to you know, stick a label of cyberpunk on it and then do something totally different. And so when CDPR approached us, what we realized really rapidly was these guys are fans, these guys know the material, they're quoting things back to me, I've forgotten, so they've got it. And that's an important thing, you have to be able to understand why this world exists. They're dragging my butt all the way over to Poland several times a year, we're excited because There is a really strong element of cross-pollination. There's a really strong element of cooperative building going on. And that's really great. Cyberpunk 2020 was about early cyberpunk. It was a world in which people didn't know a lot about what the tropes were, the feel for it. The great part about 2077 is that it's a mature form of that. We're basically able to progress a larger arc. You're going to get to see the outcomes of things that we started to talk about in the Fourth Corporate War. And we're going to be able to let players who play the previous game to see how those progress, see where they go to and how they'll shape them. We're looking at the same mucky, nasty night city that you were in before, just a lot bigger and probably a lot more dangerous and with a lot of players you don't know about yet. 2077 is about the cyberpunk you thought you knew scaled up, bigger, badder, stranger. It's the visual component that the frozen pictures we would put in the books can't give you. It's the sound. It's the feel. It's the movement. Seventy-seven is going to be about being there. We've gone through a long, long journey, all of us. Those of you who've been fans and waiting for us to get the right game together, at the right time, the right team, and we were going to wait long enough to make sure it happened the right way. Cyberpunk twenty seventy-seven is going to be the right way, and I can't wait to play it. And I'm hoping you guys will want to play it as much as I want to play it going to be a hell of a ride.
0: just hear it in the way that he describes the world and he describes the setting that he has been thinking about this for a long time. And he has created a world that is interconnected. This idea that, and I mentioned this in the intro of this podcast, this idea that the way that something is presented is as important as the actual thing itself. This idea that the world is just dripping with 1980s punk aesthetic that the way your character looks and the way the people look and the way the world feels is as important as the things that they can do. It makes it really, really cool. It, it, it pulls me back into this place of, um, kind of the excitement of Being a teenager and the way that you perceive the world in that way, in in the sense that like your image, the clothes you wear, the bands you listen to, the the things you do, the, the group of people you hang out with, all of those things are so important when you are a teenager and they start to lose a certain importance in your life as you get older, As you start working a job, you have a family, all of these things, a lot of that stuff goes out the window. It's not really about the way things look anymore. It's about just the substance, about getting through your day, doing your job, taking care of your family. But in this world, it's as if we're really harnessing that that teenage aesthetic of looking and being who you want to be. And that's even brought bigger with this idea of being able to augment yourself, augmenting your body modifications, changing your appearance, all of those kinds of things. And I'm interested to see how they really dig into that side of it in 2077. So that's what I got for today. Stay tuned for more episodes coming up. And if you're looking to get a hold of me, all the info is in the outro, and I will talk to you guys again soon. Thanks for tuning in to the Cyberpunk Lorecast. This show is a part of the Robots Radio Network, smart podcasts for interesting people. If you'd like to help support the show, please tell a friend and leave a five-star review on iTunes. If you'd like to get in contact, please send an email to gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at cyberpunklore. Also, join the community on the Robots Radio Discord. The link is in the show notes. The music on the show was written and performed by The Midnight and was used with their permission. Go check them out at TheMidnightOfficial.com. Until next time, stay safe in Night City. We'll talk to you later. You've been listening to a Robots Radio podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at RobotsRadio.net. Hey friends, this is Robots, the creator of the Robots Radio Podcast Network and host of the two original shows on the network, the Fallout Lorecast and the Elder Scrolls Lorecast. These two shows have rocketed up the iTunes charts. They both together have over 155 star reviews in only a couple of months, with bite-sized episodes that take you step-by-step through the background of the games and the game worlds. They're thought-provoking, well-produced, and a lot of fun. I recommend you go check them out at robotsradio.net or on any podcast, reader, podcatcher, whatever you use, iTunes, Spotify. Again, that's the Fallout Lorecast and the Elder Scrolls Lorecast, available everywhere.
1: Hello! Hi!
0: <laughs> do you like bad movies? Do you find yourself defending bad movies, saying things like, well, the soundtrack was okay, or the costumes were pretty fun? From the previous hosts of It's Not That Bad podcast, we bring you Fresh Tomatoes, the movie podcast, from Simone LaRue and Chad Akovitz. Every week, we review two movies that did not do well critically, but we say, hey, there are some nice things about them. Maybe Rotten Tomatoes was wrong. Maybe they're all fools, and you should watch these movies regardless. We'll also talk about scenes that could have saved it, and we'll often refer to Simone's cats because they're amazing and adorable and we love them (laughs) and at the end of each review we will tell you whether we would watch this movie again uh, or in what circumstances we would recommend you watch this movie so join us on july 9th for the first drop of our main episode and then two days later
1: for our drop of our minisodes
0: and on robots radio podcast network come see us on july 9th we love you so much already Bye. bye
1: are you a fan of Elden ring are you confused about the lore as pretty much everyone else we've got you covered
0: check out the Elden archives a lore podcast that helps to explain every little confusing detail about the lands between, things like what exactly happened on the night of the Black Knives, or what we really know about characters like Mikol. Just like the show you're listening to now, we're on the Robots Radio Network, so you know it'll be good. Wondering how to find the show? Easy. Either go to robotsradio.net or search Elden Archives on whatever podcatcher you're using right now. Bookmark the show for
1: later, and we'll see you in the lands between. Again, that's the Elden Archives from Soft Lorecast, available everywhere.